we are going to go live and we're basically going to be discussing what's going on in the world and maybe we could come up with some solutions. I don't know. We're going to just have a real conversation here. We all know what's going on in the world right now. Black Lives Matter. We had uh, George Floyd a week ago was being arrested. An officer had his, and I don't even know the officer's name, by Derek something. I don't, I don't remember his last name. But anyway, we had an officer had his knee on Floyd's neck for about nine minutes. And this, this was all caught on camera. And because of that, George Floyd passed away. Since he passed away, a lot of people came out to protest the brutality the police are displaying. With that being said, it's just been going crazy. So I don't want to get into it because everybody knows the story. We're going to keep it real right here. We're going to talk about how we feel and we're going to just talk. And right now, I just want to say round of applause to my panel right here. Let me give you a round of applause again. Let me go around the table real quick. So everybody could just give a brief introduction who, of who they are. Talk yes, to sir. me, Tan. Yes, sir. Well, my my experience is 35 years in the local police department here mm-hmm. in Miami, mm-hmm. locally. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked uh, in the mainly in the black community, mm-hmm. and I worked with a lot of uh, youth um, and different programs and stuff like that. Taught some programs in the elementary schools. And pretty much worked with the community in those 35 years of service. Right. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Black in the place to be. Round of applause. Black of Down and Dirty Podcast. Go what's, ahead and introduce yourself. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yours truly black. Mm-hmm. Hashtag capital B-L-A-C capital Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, basically, a little bit about me. I've been out here. For a while. <laughs> and, uh, I am, uh, ex-convicted felon. Okay. So you can see where my opinions will be coming from today. All right. With not trusting law enforcement. And this is coming from someone that has family members or have had family members in law enforcement. Mm. So. I'm coming from the other side of the coin, being that I was convicted, and uh, and like I said, I don't trust law enforcement for shit. Okay, Excuse we me. got we gonna know this is this is real. We gonna keep it real. Well, I so, like that. I like that though. I I, I got a question because I love James like a brother. Well, can I can I introduce you first, Red? <laughs> oh yeah yeah go ahead go ahead. That, that was that was that was. <laughs> That was some shit, right? Okay, there you go. And so now. Yo, turn me up just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. There you go, there you go. No, you coming out. What up? Okay, we good? Yeah, yeah. What up, y'all? Y'all ain't know what it is. And I got Jay, I got Mr. Flint in the building. What's up, man? Mr. Flint in the building. What's up? Yo, what up, man? This your man, Redbeard, AK, Mr. Flint, man, holding it down. You know, uh, host of the Street Corner Radio Show. Um, you know, obviously, the Street Corner Radio Show is, is geared around hip hop, and hip hop is one of the biggest, um, staples in telling our truths from the ghetto. Amen. And right. In telling those truths from the ghetto, a lot of that uh police brutality and injustice is a, definitely a part of it. Um and, you know, you go back just hip hop, you know, from the NWAs, the public enemies and things like that. We we've had our people speak on the system through hip hop. Right. Um yeah. so, you know, that that's that's you know, with the show, what, what can, we're going to do here. Can, so can I'm I say excited something real quick? Okay. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Uh, uh, I was seeing something on TikTok the other day mm. where people were saying, well, a couple of the posts were saying that uh, our generation grew up on drug dealer music. Uh-huh. And Wanting the to be the dealer. Today, and the kids today be the are, growing, are, are growing up on drug user music. Yeah. Yeah. So that 
I, I just thought I'd like to say that because when you talk about hip hop, you talk about back in the days, the type of music right. we were listening to when it comes to hip hop. And you talk about the type of music today that the kids are listening to when it comes to hip hop. Totally different. It, it's totally well, I'm different. Well, glad, I'm glad you brought okay. that up. And we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to connect that. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to connect that from this form of hip hop as we go through this conversation. Cause there's going to be a lot of things that I'm pretty sure, um, four black men sitting in this room, um, getting ready to discuss this, this, right. this yeah. situation are going to address. And I want to be able to, to connect that, that hip hop, the two, uh, difference in generation. We'll definitely do that. And then uh, we, we do have, um, a Charito conversation with Charito. She will be in the building. She's going to be joining the panel. She's running a few minutes late. It is raining out there. So baby girl, please drive safe. Get here safely. Of course. We love you, Charito. We love you, girl. But with that being said, mm. let's go ahead and get into the nitty gritty, man. My brother Tan. Yes, 35 years, 35 years on the force. And, and I need y'all to hear his story, man. You know, I know you said that. Be, even before you came on the force, you had experienced some racial... With the police? With the police, right? Well, I, 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 I think like this. If you're a black male growing up in this country, uh-huh. growing up, you probably had some kind of encounter with the police. And that could be positive and negative. Right. I wanted to be a police officer since I was eight years old. Since we came to Miami and I saw the uh, police officers in our built, apartment building in Overtown. Mm-hmm. But growing up, that changed because uh, I had negative experiences with uh, police, especially one incident where I was working, catching the bus, and I was doing day jobs, getting off at 1130 at night. I was like 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And this uh, white officer, I was walking to catch the bus on the June Road before midnight. I'm dirty. He, he cuts me off. He pulls me over. I'm walking and asks me, where, where, where are you coming from? What are you doing around it? Oh, I work at, I work at this company around the corner. I'm not going to call the name of the company. But he said, oh, I never heard of that company. And I said, well, it's right around the corner. And one thing I was always taught by my parents was to carry ID. So I always mm. had ID on me. Okay. See, because that's, that's another way they would always arrest you for laundering if you didn't have any ID. That's one of the uh, elements and whatever. That's what they would use. Right. So he asked me to have an ID. I had my wallet in my sock. So I said, yeah, yeah, I got ID. I went to reach down again. He said, oh, you don't have a knife down there, do you? I'm like, what? You don't have a knife down there, do you? No, I don't have a knife down there. So I got my ID, gave it to him. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me, uh, when the last time you've been arrested? Which is a common question that they ask. And why, and that's what I'm saying. Why would you ask a black man that? You don't know his history, but go ahead. I guess for some of their mind, they think every black person has been arrested. So I told him, I, I, I never been arrested. He said, he said, well, how come you never been arrested? And I said, what? Oh shit, wait. I, I know I, I, I'm supposed to let you finish. But he said, how come you've never been arrested? Right. He said, how come? Like that's on a, a bucket list? Like yeah, that's like, on my to-do list? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He said, how come you've never been arrested? Okay. And that's when I knew then in my young mind, oh, he messing with me. You messing with me. Right. And I began to get upset. But right. And back then, they were shooting a lot of black males back then in, in the early, late, late 70s and stuff like that. So I was beginning to think, oh, so you messing with me. But lucky... This uh, older Latin gentleman who I befriended with at work, we ate lunch together. He was driving by in a station wagon, and he saw him have me. So he, he immediately pulled over and yelled to him, hey, he works with us. He works with us. And he was running across to us, and the officer said, okay, okay, and gave me my ID back, jumped in his county police car and took off. It was a Miami-Dade officer at the time, mm-hmm. and took off. 
And then the the, 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 the gentleman gave me, I thank God for him showing up because I don't know how that would have turned out. Right, right, right. But I, I do realize it was a lot of that going on. A lot right. of blacks being shot back then. Uh-huh. But I did make it up in my mind. That's why I said it's a God because I said, well, I'm not going to die for nothing. I'm not going to let this officer just kill me for nothing. For nothing. Right. So he gave me a ride to the bus stop, and uh, that was one of one of the encounters I had growing up in Miami-Dade County or Broward County being uh, dealing with the police. Right. But it came back around for me to a black officer I talked to uh, in Manham Park, which is now Hadley Park. I was talk to, talking to him about police brutality. He told me, well, young man, why don't you uh, come and join in from the inside and make some change from the inside? I'm like, what? He said, wow, go make ahead. Make some changes from the inside. Preach, preach. So that's what I did. Matter of fact, when I got on, he was still on, getting ready to retire. And I asked uh-huh. him, did he remember me? He said, no, I remember you. I said, but your words stay, he said, change from the inside. So when I got on, wow, that was my goal, wow. to work with the community, police the community, because I grew up in the hood. Right. And with the police hardly wouldn't come on 61st Street and 13th Avenue back in the day, mm. unless somebody got shot. Mm. They don't want to come in there. Right. So unless somebody got shot, you know what I'm saying? So. When our group of guys got on, we was all from those areas. We stayed over there. We knew who the criminals were. We knew who the drug dealers were. And people called us, or they, they called us by our first name. That's how they knew us. They called it. They just tell us, hey, hey, so-and-so, so this going on. This and that going Okay, don't worry about it. We got it. We got it. Because we, we, we looked out for our community. The problem is uh-huh. um, some officers used to come up in the black community, non-black officers, and they used to call it like a war zone. Oh, it's a war zone. War zone. Hmm. Why is this a war zone? We we used to have to always tell them because we would always defend our people. Right. Right. See, that's 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 what you got to do. Yeah. You can't let people talk about your people. Exactly. And you don't say nothing. Exactly. Like some people, some black people won't say nothing. Oh, I don't want my job to be. No. If you say something about my people, if it's true, it's true. If it, but if it ain't, it ain't. So we used to tell them everybody up here in Liberty City. It's not a criminal. It's not a criminal. Correct. Everybody living in the pork and beans. It's I, not I a got criminal. some kids that was in my youth program that got their college degrees. They lived in the pork and beans. Right, exactly. They just were scared. They never came outside. They're very smart, right. very intelligent, uh-huh. and maybe a couple of my officers a day from the pork and beans. From the pork and beans. From the neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, from the neighborhood. Wow. Thank but you. they would say, oh, it's a war zone up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, da 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 da. I just in the war zone up here. Right. Wow. We're going to definitely get more deeper into that. Thank you so much, Tan. So, Black, give me a little background with your experience with the police, man. Because I know you're on the flip side of the coin right here. You Y'all might want to grab a drink for this one. You, 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 you want it from A to Z or a matter of importance? Well, no, no. no go to A to keep, M right keep, now. Keep it, keep, it, right keep now. it brief, man. We got two hours slot. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, honestly, to be honest, like Mr. Tan over here, when I was younger, believe it or not, one of the first things I wanted to do when I got out of school was become a cop. Wow. For but, real? Yeah. Definitely. Wow. But my brother and my sister was like, they wanted to be doctors. So they immediately was like, why do you want to become a cop? You're going to get shot. So I was like, okay, fine. Man. I want to be a firefighter. Why do you want to be a firefighter? You might get burned <laughs> to death. So then I was like, okay, fine. I'll be a doctor like you guys. Okay. Yeah. But. As it would seem, it didn't work out that way. Now, I've, I've done dirt. Right. And I say dirt. For those that don't know, we talking dirt. Right. In my days. Okay. And 
I've, I've, I've been stopped by the cops. Right. Several times. Get out of the car, get on the ground, face down, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. To the point to where I actually, I've been arrested a few times, but nothing major. Right. Until I went to prison. Now. Okay. Once in prison is where you sit there and you actually see certain things. I met guys that were in there because they were railroaded. Right. They, 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 they were in there because the officer framed them. Right. And, and, and there's no. That there's, lied on them. Yeah. Right. right. That lied on them. Cause they and, know, and, they know yeah. the truth and then they exactly. say, I'm in here because officer lied. Yeah. Okay. So in there, the COs right. are just as bad as the police officers. Right. Now, fast forward when you come home and you're out. From prison. Mm-hmm. When I first got out, I used to walk around with my prison ID on me all the time. Somebody told me don't do that. But I used to walk around with it every day. And the reason why I walked around with it every day was as a reminder of where I don't want to go back to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is okay. why I always carried it with me. So I can always reach in my pocket, pull out my wallet. Or now you don't want to pull out your wallet because then the cops think it's a gun and shoot you. But pull out my ID and be like, yeah, this is my inmate number. I don't want to go back to this. I don't want to get an A letter, a B right. letter, a C right. letter, whatever, whatever, to show how many times you've been to prison. Mm. I've seen COs in prison kill inmates. Wow. I've seen officers out here on the streets kill inmates. Wow. I mean, well, I won't say inmates, but people on the streets, officers kill them. In prison, I've seen officers that are supposed to protect you mm. kill you. Wow. So when you come home from that already, Envi- that environment already and you come home and you see what's going on in the street. If you're black like I am and you try to call the cops and they show up, even though you're the victim, they look at you as you're the wow. criminal. Wow. So, That's deep. That's so, deep. So yes. if somebody broke into my house right. and I call the cops and I'm standing outside waiting on the cops, when the cops show up, it's not like, well, sir, are you hurt? What did they take from you? It's why did they break into your house? What did you have that they wanted you to do? Ah, I mean, so they, not, they kind of victimized your, you before yeah, you even. That's not that's not your concern. Okay, I get. I don't you. care if I had dope in the house that they stole from me. The fact that I called you is because if I have a problem, somebody broke into my house, broke into my car, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and I call you is because I need you to come help me, not turn around and get there and tell me that I'm the criminal. It doesn't mm. matter. Now you get pulled over on the side of the road. It's like, even if you got your hands on the steering wheel or your hands out the window, the first thing is, why do you have your hands out the window? Cause I want you to see my hands ah. and I want everybody <laughs> driving by to see that I got my hands out the window. Gotcha, gotcha. But when you look at it, that still doesn't work. Gotcha. If, if now I was telling somebody the other day, the only way to feel safe now, if you're black and you're driving, is to have a white person in the car with you. Wow. That way, hold that thought. Hold that thought. If you get pulled over, if you get pulled over, it's like, oh, he's got a white person in the car. There you go. Hold that thought. (laughs) Black, hold that thought, man. We're going to definitely get into it because I know you go on and on. Flint, is there anything you want to add to that or any experiences that you have had? Listen, I've had all kinds of fucking experiences with the police. Would that be good and bad or what? Um, yeah, definitely good and bad. Okay. Um, you know, as a kid, mm-hmm. when I say a kid, I'm, I'm talking kid, 
you know, not even teenage. You okay. Know, the experiences of influencing you on what you want to be when you grow up. Okay. You know, and you, you kind of have those things. Um, growing up in that concrete jungle in New York before moving to Miami, mm-hmm. you know, as a man, um, you know, the teenage years took me down another, another road. And, right. And, you know, um, living that life and as James speak of, of doing that dirt, there's a lot of accountability on my part. Um, right. You know, so my interactions with the police, um, a lot of it was, some of it was foul where I'm in the right and they having a bad day and mm. I'm just in the wrong place at the wow. wrong time. That's, and I'm catching the back end of something. You know what I'm saying? Um, so other times it was just my attitude now being over defensive. And he was coming genuine and I'm like, F you, like, why you, and, and it escalated quickly. So once they put me on a defense, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My actions or reactions toward them put them on the fence and it was kind of like playing, you know, it's kind of bugged out, but it's like playing tennis. You know, I hit it over the, the, the net. They hit it back over the net. I hit it over the net. They hit it back over the net. <laughs> and eventually, <laughs> eventually it's just one of those where, you know, you, at a point, um, when you live in a life and, and you know what you're doing and certain things, um, the pissing match ain't working because sometimes, most of the times, they're going to piss further than you. So, but I, we're here talking about right. injustice. Right. Thank you for that statement. Now, I, you said something very important. The tennis match. Right. When do we, when do we as a society, as a, as a, as a community, as a, you know, the law enforcement community, the community, when does that stop? When does that tennis match stop? Because right now, this is what's going on with the rioting. Can I answer you know, that? Well, I'm, I'm going to give everybody a chance okay. to answer that. But, but let me get the question out. Like I'm saying, like right now, you have people rioting because they're fed up. So now, because they're rioting, and, and then you have a small group of people that are actually causing a lot of turmoil and starting fires and breaking into businesses. Now the police have to, like, this is the tennis match. Now they got to respond to that. Right? So now they got to step up their force. Right or wrong? Right? Yeah. yeah. So now, but that's what I'm saying. So now when the police step up their force, now the the crowd see this. And because of, this is all because of police brutality. Now the crowd sees that the police is stepping up their force. Now they want to step up the force and now start burning and now start shooting back and start doing more. So then now it's going to be back to the office, the police department now to respond to that force. You get what I'm saying? Like it's going to right. keep going back and forth. How do we handle this or how do we get away from this and, and, and find a better way to do it? Let me speak. Ten. Can, can I get ten to get? All right. Ten, go uh, ahead. Unfortunately, it's unfortunate that we have to have, and I say we, because black police officers are in the middle. Right. Okay. Uh, we, some of us have grew up in a neighborhood like me and, uh, We've had negative experiences with police as well as positive experiences growing up. Mm-hmm. And now with this riot situation going on, I see the, the, the black officers online with all the other officers and I, and we, we went through a couple of riots down here and I understand how they feel. They pretty much don't agree with the way this officer treated, uh, Mr. Floyd. Right. We all know that I was pissed off when I saw it. I was pissed off because why I, I felt it in my heart. Okay. And that could have went any kind of way. So, but they got to do their job. And, and let me say, at least about 80%, I would say 80 to 90% of the police officers are good are good police officers. Yes. You just had that. I do agree. 10 to 20% who 
had his mindset on for whatever reason should not even be cops. I'm gonna be real. That should true. not even be wearing that's, a badge. That's a that's a whole number. Some of them are uh 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 they came into the department with whatever culture or whatever uh reason, well. but it wasn't it wasn't to be community helpers. Right. See, we taught we we and, and we were dealing with po- community policing, and we taught the kids because. We mm-hmm. talk, we, we interview the kids in the school. We mm-hmm. talk to them on career day. Right. Mm-hmm. And even before all this stuff started, before I retired five, five years ago, we would ask, I would ask the kids and cops were being killed every year in the line of duty. I would ask kids what they want to be. They'll raise their hand, doctor, lawyer, a pediatrician, police officer. I said, police officer? Like in every class. Why? Two or three kids. Why would y'all want to be a police with all the shooting going on with cops? Because I want to help people. And I, I would ask them, I want to help people. I joined the police department because I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. Not to abuse people, not to, not to, uh, uh, kill someone. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I'm, and so I'm, I'm not saying that's what the police, other police officers do. Right. But I'm just saying there's a culture with, with the bad cop. We got bad cops. Right. And, and, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And they have their, they, their, their, their prejudices or whatever they have. I can't speak what's in their mindset, but I do know that they do abuse people. Right. Okay? And and, yeah. and and that needs to be dealt with swiftly. Swiftly. So you said, how does back and forth go? We used to teach the kids, because we used to do truancy sweeps and stuff like that. Okay. And the kids would get mad when we stop them. Right. And we used to tell them, look, attitude. See, you can't win in the street going mm. back and forth with cops. Right. You can't win in the street. So just do what the officers, he or she is asking you to do. You don't know why they may have stopped you. It may be something genuine. Okay. Just, just, well, I always taught him in school, have ID, have ID on you. Mm-hmm. So when the officer sees that you have a picture ID, sometimes a lot of times that, that, that calms them down because you got ID and they know, okay, they got your name. They know who I'm dealing with. And, and, and don't go back and forth in a pissing contest with them. If they're being abusive to you. Right. Which some officers are. Some officers are fucking abusive they, to people. No, they definitely. They talk to people like yes. shit. They ride around the neighborhood like That's shit. That's the setup. They, they don't, yeah. They, and sometimes they provoke you. That's what I'm exactly. saying. That's the exactly. setup. Yeah. That is the yeah. setup. So you have to be, you have to be a smarter than that. So, okay. I can look at his or her name. If I can't remember the name, I can look at the badge number. Cause you could ask them, well, I need your badge number here. Cause they're supposed to give it to you. But, you know, if, you, if they're not going to do that, you can look at the number on their car. But mm. don't get into a pissing contest with them because you cannot win on the street. Because they're going to use the law in their right. behalf. They're going to act, they're gonna use the law in your in their behalf to lock you up. Right. So don't get into so it. don't get in there pissing out. Okay, good. Black, I, I, I know you said you had something to add to that. And I, and I just want to tell people, if you are tuned in, you can't call in. With your comments, 305-749-6004. We are live here, 305-749-6004. You can call in and add your comments and questions or whatever you want to ask, okay? But Black, talk to me. When, when I hear the tennis match back and forth, back yeah. and forth, the and only this ain't way, the Wimbledon, right? This no, ain't the Wimbledon. The only right. way to win a tennis match is the other person got to lose. So somebody got to lose. Somebody right. got to lose. Okay. And nine times out of ten, if you're black, you're the one that's going to lose. Mm. No matter how good your game is, you're going to lose. Wow. Because Deep. if I got ID and I pull out my ID, but I've been arrested before, already the cop is on edge. Oh, he's been arrested before. Mm. He's an ex-felon. He's an ex-criminal. Okay. Regardless of what I'm doing now, regardless of how I got a family, I'm working a legitimate job, 
I ain't been in trouble in like five, six years wow. since I got arrested just because. So they hold your past yeah, against they you. They hold your past mm. against you. Okay. Now, when you look at it like that, and everybody's always, t- I, I see all these videos about, oh, if a cop stops you, present ID, don't argue with them, this, that, and the third. How many other people did not argue with these officers Fact. but still ended Fact. up dead? And that, Why? Uh, because this is what I, I always say about police officers. Mm. They are the only ones that have have been given the right to take a life without any real repercussion behind it. Mm. And understand that they are licensed yes. to kill. As long as it's justified, they will get away with it. So these are people that are out there in the streets, okay? And it's not only uh, uh Well, that's what Tan officers. said. That's yeah. what Tan said. Black Tan officers. said that there's some people that should never put that uniform exactly. on. Exactly. So they should have never do, put that uniform on. But you do have those right. KKK members that wear the uniform. That should have never put that uniform on. Exactly. you have extremists but, on but the Malcolm nobody... X side that wear the uniform. Right. And when you have that right there... Now, what, 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 the question is, when I get stopped, what officer am I going to deal with? Am I going to deal with the KKK officer or am I going to deal with the Malcolm X officer? Mm, uh huh. That's true. Now, and then, if I'm dealing <laughs> well, with the KKK. Well, you know, if they let you go, you was dealing with the Malcolm X yeah, officer. Yeah, right? but if I'm dealing with the KKK <laughs> officer, guess what? My right. mom's going to be wearing a black outfit. Right. My family's going to be crying and I'm going to be buried. And in this day and age, the way things are going, the way police are operating, even though they see what's going on, instead of going, okay, we need to fall back a little bit. No, it's like we need to step up more. And that's what's causing the problem because right. now it's like y'all not showing us no no kind of respect, right. no kind of compassion, no kind of love, and I, no kind of understanding. Right, right. All you do is see this person and you automatically judge this person. Now, let me ask you, hold on. Is that... Do they see that person because of the color of their skin? This is why we here. Yeah. Because I you're do saying see. you're saying that so I'm asking you, you believe in your heart that if it was a white person they was dealing with, they wouldn't be as aggressive if they were dealing with a white person. Let's 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 look at and facts. And that's what I'm Hold asking on. you. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, let's look at facts. Okay. Recently they arrested a white guy for killing two people. He's bloody, he's handcuffed, he's sitting down. With his back against the police car, right. and they're offering him, would you like some water? Can I dress those wounds for you? Would you like a steak with your potatoes? But this black man. It's not funny, so, but it's no, funny. So, so this black man that didn't kill nobody, the people in the store called him because they said he got a counterfeit $20 bill. Which they found out it wasn't counterfeit. Which count, exactly. But they go ahead, and go then, ahead. so because he was black, they, he had a death sentence. Wow. Look at the white man in Carolina that walked inside in South Carolina that walked inside a church and murdered nine people. Nine black people in a church having Bible study. This white boy walked in there and killed all nine people. When the cops went to arrest him, they put a bulletproof vest on him and they casually walked him out with his hands handcuffed in front of him and they walked him to the police car and they gave him a fair trial. If that would have been a black man, they wouldn't have put oh, no, no bulletproof vest. They probably wouldn't even walk them out of his house. Right. He'd have been dead. Right. Now, so, look at the white cop in Chicago. I mean, the white man in Chicago right. dressed in military gear with a rifle, an AR-15, and he walks over to the protest. He's not a cop or in military, but he's in military gear, and he walks over, and the cops see him, and they 
casually walk over to him. But it was a black man. No, if it was a black man, and I agree with you. They would have shot him dead in the street. I agree with you. If it was a black man, they would have been, oh shit. They would have all had their guns pulled out. in the street. But this is a white dude. Right. So he's like, oh, please, sir, you don't need to be here. Take your gun and go home. That's bullshit. It's funny, but it's not funny. bullshit. Because if I walk out the house like that, I'm going to die. Do me a favor, Red. Anything you want to add to that? Cause I know Jay's black will go on and on, but uh, yo, anything you want to add yo, to that? Cause listen, I do have some things listen, I want to I want to point out. I'm I'm I want to start off because um Tan Tan went into some things as I was saying earlier, and I'm gonna go into some things when I when I bring up the 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 tennis match and you ask where we going, and that's a great analogy. I, I can um, tell you that the back and forth, right? The back okay. and forth. First things first, we need to go back. Um, historically first, you know, and in and order to change our say. past, yes. we, we, we need to understand what our rights as people are. Mm. And I came across, you know, somebody posted a video just reminded me of one of the many speeches of Malcolm X that I listened to, mm-hmm. where it says that the constitution says that they consider a black man three fifths of a man. Mm. Property. What the fuck is three fifths of a man? <laughs> you know, and as Malcolm X said, that's equivalent to cap. Wow. Property. So that, that that's so let's if you want to even go that far, and this is the constitution. Okay. Then we come back and then we got our amendment rights. Mm, okay? okay. And I believe it was the mayor of Fort Lauderdale or the mayor of Miami says it is people's right to protest according to their amendment rights. But it seems like the amendments in the constitution always seem to be fighting against each other, depending on what the situation is. You understand what but I'm does saying? The, let me ask you: Does the me- amendment rights say you have the right to burn and wait a minute? Let me stop. Loot? Let me let me let me. I'm, okay, I'm, about, I'm about to jump on that. I'm okay, about to okay. jump on that right let's, now. Let's do it. Let's now, do it. Now, back to what Tan was saying about calling uh ghettos and impoverished neighborhoods war zones. It's the verbiage or the terminology you use. A riot and protesting are two different things. Okay. Of course. And, and let's, let's be very we clear. All, we all so agree on that. When people say we're against rioting, right. that is destroying and damaging right. of innocent people's property. Right. We are right. talking about fighting for the injustice of one, but we're doing injustice to another innocent. Right. That's contradictive. Right. We are cutting our, we're, we're cutting our nose off to spite our face. Yeah. You understand? So let's be very clear. In the words and the terminology we use. And when people say words don't mean anything or words don't hurt, sure they do. Words right. actually say a lot. And there is a difference. Now, the cause may be the same. They're trying to get the same outcome. However, rioting and protesting, those are two different things. things. So two let me, let me ask okay. you. So let me throw this in the, in the equation now. So because you have, and you're right. But now you have this small group of people that are causing mm-hmm. the rioting mm-hmm. and, and they're causing the havoc and causing the destruction. And this is what Tan was saying. You're putting officers on the line that really kind of like support the cause and understand the cause. But now you're putting officers on the line because they have a duty they also. Have a job to do. They have a job to do. Yeah. So what I'm saying is who will tell or who can come up and step up and say to this small group, like, yo, y'all need to chill the fuck out. We got a cause well, to do, but what y'all doing is not helping our cause. Well, who's going to step up to do that? That's what I'm of, trying to say. First of all, who's going to step up? First of all, first of all, 
We as people. Cause I, cause hold on, I, I just want to say, we know the history. We know, we know everything. But we a lot know, of we, know we know, we know that this country was built on the sla- with slaves and how this country was taken over and how they c- committed genocide and, and took over the land. And so, we understand that. But right now we, we in a different age now, right now. And what I'm saying is, how do we let me let, go right. from here? And then when you have a president, we're going to get into the president too. Fueling the fire, but go ahead. Let me, let me, let me address what you're saying is, First and foremost, you're speaking when you say we know, you're speaking probably for my generation and older. You're mm-hmm. not speaking for my generation and beyond because they've taken the real educating of black history out of schools. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at curriculums. Turn that fan off because I, I if, hit a, if the, you're If you're looking at the curriculums and things, it gives they a, have taken that out. Right. So a lot of this generation um, is basically are reacting on the way that they they act normally. With right. aggression, anger, you understand? And this is how they react. Now, you're talking about policing something. First of all, it takes a community to raise a child. So when you're looking at all of these things, it also takes us to, to, to monitor ourselves. If we as leaders, because I'm going to tell you something, when Martin Luther King walked, they didn't fight amongst each other in the crowd. You understand? Those people had to come and sick the dogs and let them off. When Malcolm spoke, they didn't fight amongst themselves in the crowd. You understand what I'm saying? So when people are in your crowd and you have a peaceful protest, you, you, the crowd, the people have to say, hey, here's the problem. Or tell them, listen, y'all need to fall back. This is not what we're here for. And and we got to police and we, we got to hold each other accountable as well. Yes. You understand? We do. And when you're talking hundreds of thousands of people, believe you me, the cops can't see everything. But right. if they hear a loud bang, you better believe if they got to move, that they, they're trained to move. Okay? So it is hundreds of thousands of people, and something get ready to pop up, and you see somebody, th- like, yo, hold up, man, fall back. You got kids. You got women. You got all kind of other innocents that are not out here for that. Right. You understand? Or you, or you could do like a group did. I saw in a video on Facebook somebody sent to me. I don't know if it was in New York or not, but they had, because remember, you got two. Let's, you got the protesters who are legitimate people. Right. Who law-abiding citizens. Right. Who feel this cause like we feel this cause, right? Right, right. Then you got this other group. Let's just face it. You got criminals out there. Mm-hmm. And, and they want to, they get an opportunity. If there's a hurricane and the power's out, they're going to be out in the middle of the hurricane, go break into the pawn right. shop. They're going to be out. No matter what, you got them kind of people out there. They're breaking your house. That's okay? the one going to the Gucci store right. and the yeah. Nike store. Yeah, yeah, they're breaking your house. The one they put on there. Oh, let's go to uh 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 Bay Harbor and stuff like that. They're they're breaking your house. Then you got, but you got this organized group of uh white nationalists, uh other groups that's in he, that's in every city who not not even from Miami. They're the ones too that's causing all this destruction because that's what they're about. Right. So you got it's like three groups. But mm-hmm. what I saw on, on uh, Facebook is they had this group that, that was from one of these uh, uh, organized groups, and he was breaking up the sidewalk with a hammer to get to, to get boulders oh, to call the police. Wow. And the protesters saw him doing that. He had his hood on, his sunglasses. They jumped him and started wow. hitting him. Pull his pull his hood off. He got gray hair, white guy. Uh, took his knife. Wow. They grabbed and ran him to the police line and threw him to the police. Wow. And threw his backpack because a lot of these guys have backpacks, so you know. They got stuff in their backpack. In their backpack, wow. Threw to the police, police arrested them. And that's what you know, like you said. You got to do, if you are, if I'm out there protesting, I see somebody uh, trying to do something, no, nah, man, we finna you, get you. Exactly. We're going we gonna, we gonna to protect you to the police. And, so, and, and let me, let we, me. We have to, because, because honestly, 
it is a bigger cause. And I like what Chance said, and, and, and that's a perfect example. And again, this ain't about, this is about, I want to go home at the end of the night, but I also want, you know, my message to be heard toward this injustice. And I'm pretty sure, uh, everybody else who came out here want to go home. Yes, you can see things, backpacks that are unnecessary or, mm-hmm. or body language or behaviors. Mm-hmm. You, you can, you can see people and, 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 and there's a lot of, Criminals but, that are using this right. as an opportunity. Yeah. But let me ask you. Yeah. Go ahead. You got something to say, Black? Of course, of course. You know I got something to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Mark, shout out to my dog, smoking hot jerk. Listen, when you're talking about what Red just said about I want to go home. At the end of yeah. At the end of the day. When I get stopped by the police, the first question that comes into my mind, being a black man and how they treat us out there, is Will I make it home? Mm. That's the main reason why I don't want to be stopped by a cop. Right now, there's right. a curfew. I live in Broward. Right now, there's a curfew in Broward at 9 o'clock. My girl got off work at 8.30. Did I leave my house and get in my car to go pick her up? No. You know why? Because although the curfew is at 9 o'clock, I don't want to be on the road at 8.30 just so no cop pulls me over and I can't make it to pick her up. Mm-hmm. Or I can't make it back home. Now, another thing you said that struck a point with me, Red, was the Constitution said we were three-fifths of a person. Three-fifths. Yeah. Three-fifths. The black people yeah. are considered three-fifths and, of a human And that's being. considered property. Here's the Good thing. Point. Yeah, how, how do you uh try to tell people that you're not property when the Constitution is still the Constitution that was written so many that's years right, ago right. and they have not changed it for us not to be property. And According to the Constitution, right. we are still in 2020 property. So until that Constitution yes, that is, crazy. is burned and changed, and changed. we right. will always be property. And this is what I want to add. Thank you so much for that. I love this. I love this. But this is what I want to add. That's right. Well, I'm sorry. This is what I want to add. Go ahead. But that's what I just wanted to tell people right. about the education factor. Like people, people understand and, and know what your rights are. Cause the worst thing to do is be out there protesting and ask the question and you don't even know why you're there. You know, right, right. so please, you know, take some time and do your homework. Understand your history. This that's going on now. I think Will Smith said it perfectly. This has always been going on. It's just being filmed now. It's being filmed. And I, I, was gonna I, say I, I think I, 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 I like right, the right, way right, that right, right. Will Smith said that. I was going to say that because this thing been going on for a long time. Police brutality been going on for history. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even the KKK back in the days, mm-hmm. who they used to keep the black people in control? They used the sheriffs yep. for their little, little counties. Mm-hmm. They gotcha. used the sheriffs. And they did all kinds of things to arrest black people. They always use law enforcement. Always, right, right. To, always, to, uh, uh, and so, so in a way, that's why it's black catches. people had this in, within our DNA about the police. On the other side, then you got uh those of us who want to protect and serve our community. Police are supposed to protect and serve. And like I said, we got 80 to 90% of the police officers. They're good people. And another thing I want to say about going home, we want to go home too. And, and, and I saw someone posted where someone put shoot cops and stuff like that. And, and, and these were Republicans on Facebook. And I got, I got into it with them because I said, they said, Oh, I don't see the lefties saying anything about that. They probably smiling. I lit into the air. I said, first of all, we're not a part. We're not, we're not with that bullshit kill cops. Okay. I got cops in my family. Okay. Still right now. 
So I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm a lefty, but I'm not about killing, killing nobody. I'm not about killing nobody in just, no matter if you're a cop or whether you're a citizen, no matter you black, white, green, or purple. Yeah. It's, it's wrong. I'm not about killing nobody. And I told him, I said, but the thing is, uh, uh, some people go to the extreme and it's wrong. Shooting cops, like you said, some cops got shot in Vegas and stuff. I mean. And St. Louis too, they just had a, a right. shootout and four cops were shot. Right. And see, right. what's the, what's the, what's going to happen is innocent, a lot of innocent people are going to get caught yeah, up in this, this in this crossfire. And not the people that's responsible, not the right. bad, not the necessarily bad cops, not necessarily the person doing the shooting of the bad cops. Right, right. People that's doing honest protesting, once this escalate, they're going to start, the cops are because everybody want to go home at the end of the day. That's right, true. Right. That is true. So this is my thing. Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all. This is my thing now. So, and, and, and Red brought up a good point. So, all of this that we're doing now, everything that's going on right now, the rioting, the burning, the, the, the police brutality. If we don't make a change in the constitution, or if we don't make change where now we say that everybody's equal, cause we know, cause it's more than just brutality. It's injustice in everything when it comes to economics. Yes. Blacks suffer. Yes. When it comes to housing. Yes. Blacks suffer. Yes. When it comes to jobs, blacks suffer. So until we make that change, Across the board, all of this rioting, rioting and fighting, is that going to make a difference? That's what I'm saying. Like, no. how do we make that change? Like, no. where do we make that change? People gotta, the way we make that change is people have to go vote. Now, me and my Good sister point. was talking, uh, and, we, and we were saying all the people that's protesting in the streets, if they're of legal aid to vote, we hope. They go to the polls. At least right. this time around. Yeah, we at least hope, this right? time around. We hope this time around. they go to the polls and, and, and locally first. You got you got to vote in every election. And uh, 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 Floyd's brother said that. That's a good day. point. You got to vote out these local people who don't have who your, ain't doing shit who don't for have you. your your best interest best at interest heart. at heart. Vote them out. Then but you they're vote the state. ones that affect you the most. The, the most. locally and then the you local got, people. Then you yeah. got these state these state people who are the same. You got to vote them out. The state legislature, you gotta vote these people out. Okay? Then, the national, uh, election, you gotta vote. And put to. the right person in office. You have the number to. one office in the land, instead of this, this person that's in there right now. Number 45. Yeah, number 45. You gotta vote, and then, Balls and then you gotta orange. have them make changes to the constitution, have them, make, you gotta request, this one that we want. We want, we want. You well, change this constitution. Well, so let me hold on. Never, but let they'll me... never change the constitution. Oh, oh. That we know, right? That this is where this is where the introduction why? of why? Rule of, because why? the constitution, the constitution is why wouldn't they change the constitution? I'm going to explain to you. Okay. The constitution, first of all, let's be very clear, was designed for the first 13 colonies. Right, right, That's right. what it was designed right, for, right. not the 50 states. Right. You understand? So it 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 kind of just broadened. And it, it, the Constitution is what gives each state the power to operate as its own entity. That's why every state has its own governor. Right. Okay. And then you have federal law, which supersedes, you know, handing international situations or crossing lines from state to state. Right. All right. So they're not going to change it. But that's why they, with the amendments, because if they would have done it, they would have changed it when they did the amendments. Right. Okay. Right. So they did the amendments. And that's what those are. Those are amendments. To that document. Right. Okay. So, yes, as Tan is saying, introducing new laws, first of all, and then putting people in 
that doing going, amendments, like you said, making amendments. Right. right? That, and that's these yeah. laws. Make that's the, right, that's right. the laws. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. that, that's the amendment laws. And then you got to put people, like he said, in position that are going to hold those accountable. And I just want to throw this out here. The Fort Lauderdale cop that pushed the young lady on her knees innocently protesting. He's suspended with pay. With pay. Now. With pay. Now. He's still getting paid. When you talk about protect and serve, what I saw was a man frustrated. And he pushed the young lady who was right. with her hands in the air. So imagine in a in a higher and more intense situation oh, they're gonna be real what he would right. be. Right. Right. You understand? He's not he's one of them gentlemen, if I'm looking on the outside inside, should not be wearing the uniform. And he should right. not be suspended with pay. These are the, that's the type of decision making that we're talking about. And the nation right. sees that. Right. You understand? And then the guy comes out and and his boss, the Fort Lauderdale guy, uh chief or not the black guy that's always talking, it was another dude right. who says, Oh, there's three sides to the story. Three sides to the story. Your side, my side, and the Man, truth. Man, you ain't seen one of your fellow <laughs> cops. That lady, shout out to her. I don't know her name. Um, but that was the black officer. She stepped she in. Stepped she stepped up. I was going to say that. That was, was going to get it. I, I just want to say, let me, let me add something to that. I just want to add something to that. You are right, Red. I do believe that a lot of officers right now are very frustrated. Frustrated. So I do believe that. Because you got to remember, even though you put... But see, this is the thing. When you put that uniform on, People are holding you to a higher level. Like as you, you should be. You, you are as held, you should be. You are held to a higher level. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, you are still a human being. A human being. Yeah. And at the, the end of the day, you still might encounter some type of emotion and feeling. So, right. yes, right. I do agree that that officer was acting on, because when I looked, I saw the video, too. I feel like that officer was acting on frustration. I saw it. It yeah, was yeah, more frustration. Yeah. I, I don't think he wanted to hurt her. Right. But it was he was like, yo, yo. And, and then he he's just should, mad. He like pushing everybody out the way. Like, put, no, he was actually pushing her out the way to walk through. Like, just get out my right, way. Right. And that's what I'm saying. First of all, don't put your hands on nobody if if, if there's no need to but, be. But, and you can't take the but right now, that's, that's, I, but, that's why he That's why he got suspended. And, 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 and maybe with the union... Different police departments have, have different, different right, and that's another thing. And, and that's well, that's the union. Can you explain the uh, suspended with pay? Because I know Black said something about he was suspended with pay. Yeah, he is. Right. Can you, you see can that you might kinda... be that might be what's in their procedures based on their union. Where officer, the good thing about it is, it, it, the worst thing would have would have been if nothing would have happened to him. So in their procedures, while they're investigating, in their procedures, he's suspended with pay because that's their union and that's their department procedures. So. And why he's being investigated. And in these times, that, that was, I don't know if that's going to be a good idea for him. Now he, and, 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 and so like you said, what I was going to say is other officers stepped up and, and, and yes, grabbed him thank and her. shoved him away thank before her. he did something else. Unlike in, 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 in Minneapolis, where they stood, where they stood, they stood, stood with by, him, stood by Correct. And, and, and do nothing. And, and, and that's my problem. All, that's why, well, I'm not going to get but into that's them that's that fraternity, yeah, man. I'm not going to get into them yet. But the thing is, that's how the procedures worked. He's suspended. While okay. they're investigating, everybody saw it on film. So either he'll be reprimanded later or whatever. But in their procedures and, and under their bylaws and from their union, he's suspended with pay. So I want to ask you. Okay. I, I want to okay. ask you one more question. Hold on. I want to ask Tam one more question. So when the governor of, um, I mean the, the mayor of um, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta fired the two black officers for that excessive force. 
No, but the six, right? I think it was six. Right. It was they, six. So she was able to just fire them. So it, it wasn't six. suspended with pay. Right. What is the difference there? Well, the difference is, the difference is some departments, they're called at-will employees. There's some certain departments you're at-will employee. You don't have a union. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a union, it's written in the departmental policies or whatever, you can be fired. Whether you have a union now, like I, I don't know BSO, but you have some departments here in South Florida where the officers are at will employees. Mm-hmm. They can be fired immediately. So I guess in Atlanta it's the same thing. After they saw that video the where they treated those college students, the mayor and the, uh, 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 police chief fired them. Now they're seeking criminal charges against them, which they should, which they should. Everything right now, this is how things need to be right now with, with the bad police officers and their bad behavior. Everything need to happen swiftly. Right. Even though there's That's there's the some, problem, Tan. A, well, sometimes Let, it's, it's, it's justified because there has to be, be an investigation. But, but, this, but we as the people, and I, and I don't want to speak, let's, let's, let's you and I speak because I like what you're saying. Okay. We as the people don't know those intricacies of the, the pyramid of right. the police. Right. But when we don't see actions being taken, and again, that word, swiftly, like again, you go three weeks, to a month or to the federal in the South Carolina situation before you even make an arrest. And they're not cops. Okay. Now you look at other cops. It seems to be that every time a cop is involved in a situation, he's either suspended first or suspended with pay. You understand? And then criminal charges always be up in the air. And then the sad part about it is it's almost like you're pacifying the public and the people. All right. Let's go through this process, but we know we ain't going to convict you. And like, and a high percentage of them walk, right. and they be dead to right. And then, and let I'm me, not, I, I don't, I just want to say, let a me high get, percentage. let me get black in so here. So how for does a second, Red. that breakdown? You see what I'm let saying? Me, let we me get, don't know that. Let me get black in here. Black, you it, had something it to goes, say. It goes back to what Red was saying. It goes back to the license to kill. These people, you sound like are, a, uh, a James Bond movie. No, Go for ahead. real. <laughs> it's no, for real. These people put their hands on a Bible and swear and swear oath. To protect and serve, help people. Right. But basically, what they are are licensed to kill. Well, now, are. here's here's my thing. Before these people become cops, do they not give these people psychological right. testing? Ah. And and yes, they do. And, but you and know I what? know they do because <laughs> I took some crazy I took motherfuckers psychi- that could probably they pass a, that they shit. They get a psychological test. <laughs> they also get a moral test. Okay, so. If the officer or the person applying for this position can pass the psychological test oh, lying right. and become a, and, and become an officer, you don't know what type of person they are before they became an officer. Exactly. They, they could, yeah, they could have been a psychotic killer right. in the mind, but they decided, well, you know what? I want a career. What career can I use right. to utilize the fact that I'm a psychological killer? Right, oh, right. I could become a cop because they give me a gun, they give me a bulletproof vest, and I can go out there and stop anybody I want, and I can go out there and kill them. Now, here's my thing. Originally, when cops, before cops first started, what were the original police officers? The original police officers were slave catchers. They went out there before there was police, right. and you had a plantation. And your slave ran away. You couldn't call nine one one. Hey, my slave they ran didn't away. Have no, what they did was <laughs> they called slave catchers. 
Slave there catchers. There was no public yeah. enemy or no, nothing like that. No. They call, <laughs> they call, no flavor flavor. They called slave catchers. Slave catchers went out there. And what was the job of the slave catchers? Bring them back by any means necessary. Absolutely. Whether, and when they caught them, what did they do most of the time? Beat them. And if they killed them in the process, they just went back and told the plantation over, uh, well, we tried to catch him, but he resisted, so he died. Right, right, right. In this going day back, and going age. Going back, going back yeah, to our constitution. In going this back to, day and age. Right. Cops are modern day slave catchers. But okay. And, and the so, thing is, the thing is, the mentality, even though it's not exactly that, the mentality of the slave catcher is still in the police mind because I gotta go out there and get him. He's a convicted right, felon right, right. and he's running the streets. So my job is to get him and bring him back he, to prison. He might, he might but, be suspicious. Yeah. He he's like, oh, this person is up to right. He might resist me. Five. And because he resists me, I had to use excessive force. I'm I got scared. five five main reasons that I really think what's wrong with the police. Five. 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 Like right now off the top of my head. First of all, um, I want to go back with the the fraternity mentality. Okay? Oh, and I just finished I talking to, to somebody. That, I, I just mm-hmm. got I, I just finished having a conversation with somebody about this. When those police put that uniform on, it's like being in a sports team or playing on the sports. Color no longer matters when they put their uniform, badges, and guns, and they go to battle. You understand? It's not about, it's, am I my brother's keeper? And they look out for each other. They watch each other's back. So a lot of times where they know they officer might have, fellow officer might have stepped over the line, they won't say nothing. They might be riding in the car one day. He'd be like, hey, man, you know, you shouldn't have did that, blah, 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 blah. So they don't, he don't go report it. He don't hold it down. And then this this officer continues to do it. Then it becomes a part of this officer's practice where it's normal to him. You understand? Until someone else speaks out. So officers policing their own. Correct. Right, and we right. have we and, have and, that. And, and, but and we have we have some officers they do. do that. Some officers do that because remember now, we got different morals and stuff like that. I, I didn't join this department uh to utilize people. You ain't gonna sit in the car next to me. And you're going to be doing it. Have I had officers in my career, non-black officers, to do that? Yeah. But we had an issue in the police car. And yeah. if you continue to do your behavior, I'm going to the supervisor on it. And you, you're you not going to be calling nobody no nigga when you with me. Okay. I mean, I was training this uh, white female officer back, back in the day. And we was uh, cruising down the street. And she saw a black person run across the street. And she said, and her husband was a sergeant at the department at the time. And she said, look at that nigga running across the street. Wow. I looked at her like. I'd have slapped see, in her mouth. No, 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 no. I looked you at can't. her. I turned, cause I was the field training officer. I turned around. I thought you ever say that to me again. And then I took her to the station and dropped off and left her. I'm not training her. Get out of my car. Which is what we could, we should do. Get out. Get you, out of my you car. You need more of you're that. Not, you're not going, you know, we have, we have a lot of officers, uh, that grew up with me in my generation and some before. Who trained, who taught us the way to go and okay. looked out for us because we're talking about the community and, and we rightfully so being abused. You will not, uh, you will not believe the abuse that police officers, the racist abuse yes. that some black police officers have to deal with inside the police department. They talk about it. Right. Within now, the see, department. So we fight, right. we have two battles that, that a black officer's fighting or officer, a brown officer, skin officer's fighting. We got to fight with. These racial supervisors and racial officers inside of the police department. And we have to fight with the, 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 we have to deal with the community who's, who looking at us like, Oh, we with this game. No, 
And some of us, when we off duty, I've been stopped off duty as an officer in my career by officers from another police department. Cause I was driving a nice car and I don't look like a police. <laughs> Until later when you stop me and after everything, and, it, and things got a little out, then we, you, we, I did identify myself to get out of it. But yeah, oh, that's what y'all be doing over here. See, so, 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 so they have the police within inside the police department, which is what a lot of that goes on if it's not, if it's something minor. If it's not nothing, if it's, if it's like, uh, emotion, cause like you said, okay. we're human. Right, so right. I had a, uh, a, a supervisor who used to say, I can forgive you guys for, for the, uh, uh, a sin of the, uh, the heart. Meaning you made a mistake, a quick emotion, you made a mistake. But a, a, a sin of the mind, I can't forgive you for that. Cause that means you thinking about this, you thought about what you're trying to do, it's your mindset on, based on what you did. Right. So it's a culture. Again, it's That's a culture. What I'm saying. It becomes not a body. everybody. Right. Not everybody comes in the police department to abuse people. Not everybody, but some people, based on how they were taught, right, or how based they were on raised. because they don't like me because the color of my skin. Right, right. I had right. a lady move a purse the other day. I was in a shop. <laughs> and that, I, wow. I got more money than you think. Than, than I, I got more money than you got. Okay. That's the point. You, so, hey, with that being, hold on, hold on. With that being said, let's take a quick break. <laughs> Because I do have something to come back on with that, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Round of applause to you guys right here, man. I got to definitely give you guys a round of applause. We are, we're going to come right, we're going to come right back. Let's take a quick music break. We could come, we're going to come right back and we're going to continue. And I do have something I want to touch on with what you just said, what everybody just said. So keep it locked right here. You can call in right now. We are live here at 305-749. 6004. We can't, you can't call in if you want to weigh in. If you want, if you have anything you want to say, if you want to add any type of information, please call in. You know, we would welcome your comments. All right. So we'll be right back. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can comprehend You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and get here today Picket lines and picket signs Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Right on. 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 Right on.
back man this is called ben hops community corner 10 35 years on the department local department here served uh did his thing here locally yeah black down and dirty podcast and we have mr flint street corner in the building um and we're just talking about what's going on right now and we left you know we were talking about um um the snitching and stuff right with the the police department now fraternity so now this is what i want to say now hold on and I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of address this because I thought about this myself. It's like in the hood, right? Think about it in the hood, right? Where a lot of people say in the hood that you don't snitch because you don't do that in the hood. And a lot of times there's a lot of crimes that go on in the hood that people know who did it. But because there's like, um, unwritten law, unwritten law, like you said, thank you, Tan, unwritten law where they say you, you ain't supposed to snitch. They don't snitch. So it's kind of like the same thing in the police department where it's an unwritten law. Like you don't snitch on your fellow police officer, even though you know the racist ones, right? You know the bad ones. Like I really do believe that the police departments know who they troublemakers are, know who the ones that it's don't like need to be, don't need to be on the street, right? I really do believe that they know the ones that are problem, that are the problem. You think a principal children, in the school right? don't know who they have. Right, right. So, but because it's that unwritten law, like you don't snitch, it's kind of like they let them do what they do. But in that field, you in can't that do field, that. you can't do that because you're dealing with people that's lives. Like mercy, that's not right. true. There's a difference so, between snitching and telling and reporting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So snitching, talk, snitching talk is to me, talk to me, Black. snitching is this. But if I'm just I saying. Sn- I'm just I, saying that. Okay. But you know I what I'm saying. I'm you. just saying that. But get what I'm saying. Snitching is it's, easy. It's, no, no, no. It's the, the, thing. the Here's the thing. Snitching, snitching is this. There's a difference between snitching, telling, dry, dry snitching and all that. Snitching basically dry is snitching. this. Yeah. Snitching is basically this. If you and me do a crime and I get caught, I turn around and tell on you. Right. That's I snitching. snitch. That's snitching. I snitch. That's snitching. Now, That's because telling, he was a part yeah. of it. Right. He now, agreed telling, to it. Snitching. Telling is if I saw you do something. And I told on you. Okay, There's so, but how, but wait a minute. So how do you, 
how do you align that with the hood? Because the hood has this unwritten well, law. Hold on. Hold on. J- James, uh, uh, black, black. Uh, uh, I- I'm addressing black now. But I'm gonna answer it. No, but I, 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 how do you? you how do you? How do you? How do you handle that with the hood, though? Because the hood looks at it like you're snitching. No, the hood looks at it like this. And shout out to Charito in the building. Charito in the building. What's that, Charito? Here's the thing. When it comes to the hood, this is the thing. When it comes to the hood, and if you're dealing with real niggas in the hood. They know right. if me and you do something <laughs> and we agree to do something, if you turn around and snitch on me, that's a death sentence. That's a sn- so snitching. You snitch it. No, no, but no, no. if I tell around, he's talking about and, people. I'm okay. talking about the people the in people. the hood. Well, the people, people in the hood. The hood no, the hold on. But that's what I'm saying. People in the hood know who did the crime or who did the can, murder, who did can that. I answer that. But they don't say. I so, okay, okay, go ahead. Mr. Flint. Mr. Flint. He just said it. It's fear. It's fear. If I tell on this gentleman, him and his crew is going to come and do something to myself or my family. It's fear. It ain't, it ain't the, it's, it's the retaliation. It's all the things that come after you initially tell. They want to tell because they know it'll help. But then again, will it help my family or will it hurt us? Okay. So let me flip it to 10 now. So how does Uh, that, how do you do that in the police department? Is it a fear? Of retaliation because you have Maybe. an officer the, that you saw. Like it's how the do you, same, it's the same way you could do the hood, and that we used to teach the kids in school because we had to get them from this mindset of snitching. We had to explain to them you can do things and the citizens anonymously. You can do things in secret. You can be a secret crime fighter. Why well, used to tell the kid, you see somebody doing stuff, you ain't got to tell your name and get the glory. You can. So we had a lot of citizens calling us. Cause they had our cell phone numbers and stuff. Obviously, you know, we this that going, this that going on, this that. Same thing in the police department. But no, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about an officer seeing another officer do, do something. You can still, right. well, if it, you could go to your supervisor, and you can let them know if, and if they, if they know you told on me and they call you a snitch, so what? You're not gonna be doing that around me because why? If you, if I stand by and let you hurt somebody, I, I'm, I'm, I'm responsible. But, but is it easy? Danger? But is it easy but to say so? But that's what I'm saying. Is it easy well, to well, say it that? Could, it could, well, inside, inside the police community, yeah, it could cause you some repercussions, but it depends on you if you're willing to deal with, but not all the time. But it wouldn't be repercussions like that. Wait, 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 wait. It could be. It could, it could be. It could be. It could be a repercussion. The Urban League. So it could be you could face some repercussions for doing the right thing. There's always repercussions for doing the right thing. But that is you, true. You got to do it anyway. You got to do it. Anyway. If you see an officer that like, because you if not you had a problem that you're gonna have up in Minneapolis. You're gonna have and you can't stand around and let somebody abuse. I've stopped many officers in my career mm-hmm. from abusing my prisoner. Right. I got him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once the, yeah, we hit the scuffle with him. We got to get him handcuffed. Once we get the cuffs on, the hitting stops, everything stops. You're not going to beat up on anybody. And then even if it's their prison and I'm with them backing them up, no, no, no. You're not going to do him like that. Right, right. Okay, because if you do something to him and you hurt him, I'm going to be charged. I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say, does that also implicate you? Yes. When something like that happens, like say another officer does something and you're on the scene as an officer and you don't do anything. 
that also implicates you, right? Our job so, is to protect and serve life. Right. Whether it's the prisoner that you arrested, you got to protect his or her life too. You can't let, oh, just because they did some kind of crime, oh, this officer is going to kill him. So, so what do we gonna say? Be, it's neglect of duty. So what do we say about the, the other three officers now that have they not been charged? Be charged? So that's what I'm saying. How do you feel about Shannon? Thank you, Shannon. I got Tarito in the building right now. Round of applause, girl. Round of applause, uh, man. Thank you. Round of applause. But, like, I want to go back to what he was saying because in law enforcement, we're all civilians. You all are sworn law enforcement officers. Some of the retaliation that I know that has taken place within the department will be internal. Uh, you know, almost like uh, like you're online trying to go- get into a fraternity. That's the type of retaliation they were experiencing within law enforcement if they were that person that was considered a snitch. On the outside, of course, they're not going to snitch as much or tell because that's their neighborhood. Just like Tupac said, you got a murder and a killer. You know, we're not in the same housing complex. That murder comes into our housing complex because you give him bail. Right. He gets out on bail. He's in the same neighborhood we're in, same housing projects. You're safe in your home. You're in the court system. But we're looking at this killer walk back and forth every day on bail. We're not afraid. Yes, they were afraid. We will still be afraid. And we can't say what he's doing because while they're out on bail, what is the probability of the percentage they're going to be a repeat offender while they're on bail? Mm-hmm. 50 to 65%, right? Wow. So they know they're on bail. They're out on bail. They're getting ready to commit another crime. But I don't like the situation and what's going on because it's just like a universal fear. Mm -hmm. The only difference is nobody's talking about coronavirus. The cases are still going up. Okay? Mm -hmm. I just got the phone. Corona. Coronavirus. Corona who? Coronavirus. (laughs) So I got the phone today. One of my conference calls with Jesse Trice. uh, Community Health Center. Shouts out to Dr. Fabian Thurston, Annie Neesman, and uh, Tony Thompson. So what's going on now? They're providing free coronavirus testing. Now, of course, that's not the name of it. This is the one with the Q-tip. With it. They put it in your nasal. So I'm going to be getting tested on Friday with the whole community who wants to get tested in Liberty City. You didn't City. get tested before you got here? No, I'm just messing with <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get tested with... Right, right. The families to let the children know that it's safe. So this okay. is going to be a, a no swap. So that's, that's another thing. A, Wait, a hold situation. on, Bill. Let me just give the little shout out to them. Okay, go ahead. They're not going to test anyone under the age of two. So oh. parents, if you come out with your children, children under the age of two cannot take this test. Okay. Three and older, they can te- take the test in all ages. We'll be putting this information on the Excitement Radio website to tell you the details. It's going to be this Friday. I'll give you the time and the location. It's going to be free testing. We're also... Okay providing open summer programs, but we have to make sure our children are safe. There are some things that have been going on. As you know, domestic violence rates are a little bit higher because of this situation. We're all on lockdown, but going back to the police officers not being charged, being charged, to me, systemic racism has been here for a very long time. Right. We have talked about this within law enforcement. We uh-huh. talked about it outside. We talked about it on the radio. Uh-huh. What still remains is that it's not going to go away until we vote it out. Ah, there you go. So hold that thought. Hold that thought because I do want to come back to the voting. I do want to come back, but I want to add something. Hold on, on black. Because we, you, you know, we press for time, so I do, I want to get some stuff in. We press for time. Because, you know, Obama comes on at He uh, wants to see o'clock. Obama. So what happens is, let me, let me ask y'all this. How is the president's action? Now I want everybody to weigh in on this. How is the <laughs> president's right. reaction to what is going on? How is that helping or Hurting the situation in your in your view, like how he's I think he's a big the biggest instigator 
of it all. You, you, you sit there and you think about the, some of the other stuff that he said. These immigrants from shithole countries and stuff like wow. that. But yeah, these are the did. same people, but these are the same people I remember him going to to say, hey, vote for me and I'll take care of you. And then right after they voted for him, he's calling them shithole, uh, immigrants from shithole countries. Mm. Now, uh, uh, how do you sit there and, and call yourself uh, a person that's trying to ease situations when you're calling black people thugs and looters, and when the looting starts, the shooting starts. If the looting, oh, if, if that's the you case, know where that's from, if that, yeah, if that's the case, when they start looting, we start shooting back too. Then where you? Then where do you end right, up? Right, right. Where do you help end up? You, you got cops dead. You got innocent people dead yeah. because I know a lot of people in the hood when they shoot, they don't shoot straight ahead. They spray. So you got innocent Damn. people getting hurt. You got people that's not even involved getting hurt. Now I want to go back to Tan, to Tan real quick. He says something about protect and serve. When you're in prison and there's an inmate that they're walking by you and they shackle this inmate where he's belly chained, hand shackled and feet shackled and it's in an open population and people are walking by him, they make the inmate stop and turn around and put their backs to this inmate to protect the inmate from everybody else so they can walk this inmate by without anybody jumping on him when he's in a vulnerable position ah, got you, when got these you, got people you. are handcuffed ah. they are in a vulnerable mm, position okay they okay. cannot defend themselves right so you try to keep people away from them that would do them harm now if the cop is the person that's handcuffing you where is the protection and the serving uh, part? Gotcha. There is no protection because now you are vulnerable. And just like with George Floyd, now this white man, I ain't going to mention his name because fuck him. But just like with George Floyd, this man was handcuffed behind his back on his right. stomach. How can he fight when your knee is on his neck? Right, right. But once you detain a criminal, a potential criminal, a potential suspect... Once you detain them, you're no longer protecting and serving. Am I right or wrong? You don't, you don't have to protect and serve. Not saying what they, what was right, but once they get handcuffed. But they, no, no I, I, I think, well, obviously, the, yes, I, 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 I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's saying because no, I've seen them protect I, no, the no, no, white person listen, when they were handcuffed, but when, the black person was when, not. When it, but that's different because the way that it's just broken down. If you're called to a crime, mm-hmm. you're calling to protect and serve. And if you have to subdue and, and, and put someone in handcuffs, you're doing your job. Correct. Okay. What they did to George Floyd was totally was wrong. not their job. You see what I'm saying? Now, what he's saying is if they got to walk, obviously the guy's in prison for a fucking reason that you belly chained, hand chained, That's and feet chained. The, yeah. But and, they, and you got to walk him see, through. What we're missing. What we're missing is. The Whoa. relationship between but that's the a two, CO. the officer. That's a CO. That is correct. That's not an officer on the streets that making arrests. I can that answer that. I can answer that question. Once the person's in your custody, mm-hmm. you are responsible for that person's safety, and that's exactly. why they do what so, they do. Exactly. So, so when you, when you, once you, once they're handcuffed, they're in your custody. Your custody. You are responsible for their safety from exactly. anybody else. Any other harm, you're responsible for that. Right, exactly. What you saw in Minneapolis, and it wasn't just that one knee, the second autopsy came out, mm-hmm. that killed it. It was also the other two with the knee with on the, the back, see? which yeah. prevented him from 
breathing and getting air to his brain. That's why we're looking for them to get charged real soon. Uh-huh. And, and, and the other idiot officer that stood by as a shield, and, or, and he kept or, moving. Yeah, he kept yeah, moving in front of the camera. Well, even, like even at the even at the least, he supposed he, he was supposed to stop that. Yep, but he didn't. Exactly. And I understand he just got why? back on the force because he had some problems uh, before too. He had, yeah, he had, he had so, some problems. So, so the thing is, but the answer to the question is. If you take a person into custody, you're responsible for that person for until that you safety. get them from point A to point B, okay. where they can be transferred, or you pass them on to a no transport. Doubt. Thank you. Well, but what's Thank the you. definition of protect and serve versus having somebody's life in regard for safety? What is the definition? Because they're trying, it's a fine line. They're saying to protect and serve is the model and the oath that you take. Then when you have somebody in custody, it is your responsibility to ensure their safety. That all comes apart of that. I know it does, but that's not what happened. No, we understand that. And that's because, why, okay, that's so now this, this is my, this is my, I'm the devil's advocate. So we're all upset about that. This was the point I'm getting to. There was a personal connection between the two of them. We know, and we've seen the CNN yes, report yes, that yes, they yes. both served as bouncers at a club. Right, right. The officer that had the knee in George Floyd, Mr. George Floyd, they knew each other. Yeah, so yeah. when you have a crime or something of passion, there's a familiarity. Yeah. A woman and a man are in a relationship on a, a job, business, company. They fall out. They had a relationship. Next time you see them in a staff meeting, oh, can There's you give me problem. this pen? Yeah. No, I ain't getting you no pen. Yeah. There a is yeah. a relationship. Now, you threw my book like that, girl? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that there has to always be a second, third, fourth, fifth story. It's unfortunate because of systemic racism. Right. You know that we have, they always say white is right, right? Brown, if you go down, black, there's, you know, all these cliches and things that we have heard. And that's the very important thing. There's nothing that we could do. The original question, initial question you asked us is the response that the president, the president, number 45, his response right now and how he's dealing with this entire situation. Your question was how he's, is he affecting it? He's catapulting uh, crazy. Right. There aren't any words in the dictionary or vocabulary, anybody's vernacular that can say anything that can eloquently speak about... Like the about leader of this country what? shouldn't be talking like that. The free world should not be speaking like right, that. Right, However, right. at 5 o'clock, President Obama, who is our forever president, if he were to get up and say, I want you all to stop rioting, stop picketing, stop looting, stop the looting. I want you all to come together, go to your homes, abide by the curfew, give me five days. Everybody would go into their homes. Why? Because he was a leader. Yeah, right, but right. I still, no, I'm I just still saying. have to pause on that because but before you, I'm like, I'm like on, but before it, you pause, what are you going to, what, what, honestly, Obama, and I understand you want to try to get, you utilize your, 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 um, your, your black president, your right, black your president, right. with the people right. to get us to calm down because mm-hmm. you don't want unnecessary loss of life. Mm-hmm. Right, but right. once again, how are you going to really affect and that's why I'm going to call them out if that be the case. Mm-hmm. How are you really going to affect change in laws? Because you're only going to hold people off. Mm-hmm. And if laws don't change, which we discussed earlier, right. we're right back in this right. situation. And that I we're right back in this situation. And I don't agree. get me wrong, because I Obama, agree. we lost a couple of, uh, Innocent black people to some social injustice on your watch too. Yes, yeah. on yeah. everybody's watch. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the way of the so, world, right? So, right, right. so hear me out now. What the only thing is, Obama knows how to be more politically correct about it. Mm-hmm. This guy here is like, like, like James said. He's an instigator. He's fueling the fight. When you're calling martial law on a country that's hurting, 
you're you're getting just ready to take a photo. Correct. Just to take like, a photo like, shot. Yeah. And that that's and that. not only that. Not only that because remember the White House the White House went dark. Uh, the first night they started doing that ride and ride in the park across from the White House. And he was in the bunker for one or two days. Right? <laughs> so another reason he did that, another reason that he did that, and cause look, he brought people out with him. He brought his uh, son-in-law and people out with him. And he showed that Bible just to show, hey, we still in charge. And you have what the church said, right? Yeah, the yeah. church he was in front of yeah, was yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But he, he tried to show them, look, I wasn't hiding. We still in charge. Right. But, yeah. but he's still, but he's not a good leader. But he's here's not. the no sad part. Here's the sad part. We know that, but here's the sad part. How many people follow him? And I was going to say, how many so people? More than half, uh, half many, the country. And look, Ten. some of these people, numbers. some of these people that follow him are in critical career situations right. that serve so, the public. I, I they're doctors. S- right. They're lawyers. Yes. They're uh, military. I mean, you can yes. follow whoever you want. It's your constitutional right. But if, but, but to believe this guy, the way they, they, they the, the way they follow this guy. Right. And then, and then they're in professions where if they have this kind of mindset thinking, I can see why they can abuse somebody. A doctor can abuse somebody if he's part of the white nationalist right. group. And right. You don't know he's part of the white nationalist group. Look at Epstein. So right. I, I want to add something to that, Tan. Thank you so much for that comment. Thank you everybody for their comments. I do want to add something to that. I like I, I did. No, oh, okay, but can I add something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, you wasn't. We got to get the rules. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. so. I do want to say something that it was a point made. I just want to kind of just touch on that. I'm going to let you get back on, mm-hmm. uh, Charito. It was a point made where the president, if he tells his people to do something, they will do it. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys are screaming vote. I heard you say vote earlier. Who are his I people? heard Charito say vote. I Who heard, are his people? I, Half the I'm country. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. And I heard, and what I'm saying is, I heard everybody on the panel today talk about we need to vote, we need to vote. Mm. But the problem is, our black people feel like voting does not make a change. So what happens is, the point was made where if the president tells his people to go and vote, they're going to vote for him. So if we as black people are saying go and vote for change, but we don't fucking vote, we're not getting no change. You get what I'm saying? So what we're saying is, Listen, we're going to come together and vote, even though a lot of black people feel like voting does not make a difference. I think, but that's what I'm trying to say. I the think, president will say, go out and vote. And his people, the people that support him, will go out and well, vote. If you can't see that by now and all this time living in your life and all these the opportunities to vote. I, I don't know what to tell you. But this, you right? must be living under so, a rock. So you, you made a very important point. Catholics, Catholicism, Opus Day is what I've always talked about and James and I talked about conspiracy theories. He held that Bible. Why? Not to show us that he was down there praying. Prophecy has to be fulfilled. It tells us to be wars and rumors of wars. People say, oh, we're going to talk about religion. It's written. People say he's an antichrist. Do we believe it? He purposely or whoever, whatever society, this is what they're saying. We're just repeating what was being said on the news. Mm-hmm. They said they had some undercover CIA officers. Power social media. Mm-hmm. Bricks appeared. People were getting paid money to loot, to run around. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because you're sparking martial law. Right. Why would you spark martial law to control? Right. Shouts out to Bridget McKinney from Peace Swap. She talked about this. She said, this is a plot. 
I think and I feel. This is my it's theory. A bigger, it's a bigger. It's a bigger yeah. issue behind yeah. it. it. Now going is. to to Malcolm X, what I call him Red. He <laughs> talks about voting. The hip hop nation and a lot of celebrities no told us four years ago, "Oh, we ain't gonna vote, mm-hmm. right?" So the youth. Some adults say, well, if this celebrity who I idolize is not going to vote and my vote is not going to count, how do we know that celebrity wasn't paid by this ah, higher society to tell us not to vote? Everything to discourage gold. us, right? right. You got so everything now, to be questioned. You what did Ruben Roberts say? Shouts out to Ruben Roberts, president of the NAACP chapter, Miami Day chapter here. Shouts out to Ebony Johnson over the youth council. What did Ruben Roberts say? He said, I support you. And what you're doing and protesting as long as you're doing it the right way. Right. right? right, right but right. in the end of, at the end of the day, we still have to vote. Why? Because all of the important decisions are made at the Capitol. Mm. We're fighting down here, but we need people in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. We need people that are policy makers. We don't change laws. It, it, it's not even about changing the law. Let's how about we just get the vote, right? right? Get people registered to vote. So in this interim, everybody's doing online. You could go online and request your ballot. How many people have you secured to get 10 people that are voting age? And then once they get to the point where they're eligible to vote, we can't control the vote. Freedom of speech, freedom of the press. These are all the things that they're saying they're trying to take away from us and constrain us with. Going back to having a curfew, that's like I'm going back to college again. Curfew. What do we do with curfews? We broke them. What do we do with laws? We broke them or we helped create them. We had bills. A lot of people giving shouts out to people, Tangela Sears. They went to Tallahassee because that's where the decisions are made. What are we doing here? We use Excitement Radio's platform not to bash anybody, not to talk about anybody. We get replicated. I do. But we're never duplicated. When they're doing wrong, we do. We do when they're doing wrong. But we, the main we point thing them about out. We us, point them out. We'll yeah, point yeah. them we, out. We, we get you. But we allow them to come here and voice their concerns to the community. And a lot of politicians have come here and they won their races because of Excitement Radio Station. Because we bring them here and allow them to say their truth, speak what they're going to do in our communities, and we hold them accountable. Right. We haven't held our community accountable for the people we have in office. It's just a publicity thing. Shouts out to my dear USS board member, Dr. Mary. Dorothy Bendross Meningal. Shouts out to those individuals who are elected officials that are doing work in our community that have stood right here in this studio and said, what can I do to help the younger generation? Shout out to Dr. Steve Gallon III. Shout out to all of those individuals who are actually putting in the work. Those politicians that are here showing their hands and saying, hey, here, I got in to vote, and they hold those two years down. What have you done for our community? Yeah, I get yeah. an email from your man responses. like once every... I get Sheridan like Jones, every... No, Gallon. Dr. Like, Gallon. I get a damn... Email or a text from him like every and, other day, man. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> so next time you gonna do what? I, I, I a, you know I what? A text from him like every other y'all day. Y'all asked for it. He, y'all said okay. to him. Wait, so, hold on, go ahead, go ahead, They go ahead. said to him, when you run for office, we want to know what you're doing, right? Shit. They said you better well, tell us it. what you're doing. What does he do? I he gives it. you the information. He making sure he tell you. You get Chevron Jones representative. You get Jason Pizzo. He gonna be in the studio Sunday. You're like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that he's letting the community know your vote matters to me so now where do we go from here can I pose something to the, to my panel real quick yeah go ahead, and go I, ahead. And I've been sitting here thinking and I'm really gonna get into my my my, my Malcolm X mode yeah because, <laughs> I am Malcolm X because I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest the mentality we need to go back to is of the Malcolms the Martins the Hueys and we, we need to get that back and I want to start off by saying we need to get our younger generation educated mm-hmm. on who these people were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? Why they're even able to act such a fool right now 
Because if they didn't do what they did, I don't know if you'd be able to act the fool the way you acting right now. Mm. You have that freedom. Now, let me go back, and I want to start by saying this. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X said that, obviously I told you how they think of the black man in America, three-fifths of a man. Yeah. Okay. James said this is property. Okay. Now, we also want to go into say, how can you ask a man for justice on a land that he from on a land that he took? Let's keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. This land was taken, and you want to go ask that man for justice, or you want to ask that man for equality, and he's basically gonna look at you and say, "You didn't fight to get this land." See, because the way they look at it, the black people didn't fight to get this land. So where's the equality? Why should I treat you equally? Now, you want to talk about equality? This country will never be equal. Until the government is equal. We are segregated at the core from the government. That ain't going to happen. So then how, how can you as a so, country. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So how, is you, how is you as a country going to say we're going to be equal. But you got the Democrats and Republicans fighting. You got the House and the Senate fighting. And, you, and now you got the people that's in the community saying. fighting. So, how do so, so they say all of this is going for. Is all of this dollar, is for nothing? Dollar bill, y'all. Is all this for nothing? It's, this all, is, about it's all about She's right. It is all about. If you hear what Donald Trump said, even if the pandemic was to get worse a second time around, I am not shutting down this country. Right, right. It's about. Me and you paid. had this conversation, huh? Right, right. Where we said the economic stature of this country is worth more than any living human being walking because it's, it's that one percent that want to make sure they make their money you understand so let's do this because i know i gotta moderate this and you know we got about half an hour left i do want to ask tan tan i do want to talk about to tan about the procedure with the neck the the knee on the neck being in law enforcement for 35 years the knee on the neck is that something that police departments teach to, um, yes. where? Well, hold on. I'm asking 10 now. You all asked. <laughs> we didn't talk about the CEO. That's Haiti. Right, right, right. That's in Haiti. That's in Haiti. I watched the video on that. That's in Haiti. That's in Haiti. That's in Haiti. They do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Calm down, calm down. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have law and order in here. Like, come on. Ben But I wanna ask, I wanna ask 10. Is, and, and this is what I'm saying now. Because, the video is is just horrifying <clears throat> to see a police officer with his hand in his pocket on top of that. His hand is in, in his pocket, nonchalant, knee on the neck of a black man for how long? Nine minutes? Eight minutes and 46 well, seconds. Well, me, long enough. Let me. And this is what I want to ask Ted. Is this something that police departments train officers to do? Like, Tell, like, talk to us about this. Well, from my experience, and 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 we we have re- subjects resisting, but we have never been taught by our department to put a knee on anybody's neck. We have not been taught that. Never been taught that. I don't know of any department that teach their officers that technique. Why? Because they know it could cause serious injury or death. So this guy, according to his department, right now the governor's doing a. Uh, a civil rights investigation of the department from from here going back ten years. Uh huh. Yeah. But, they, they, but yeah. yeah. But the thing is, they according to the autopsy, and, and when a person is struggling and you're trying to get them cuffed, okay, you're trying to get them handcuffed. Let's say they really struggle, they're really resisting. You got to really get get your get your groove on and get them cuffed. 
You're not going to have your hand in your pocket. No. You're not going to be comfortable with one left hand in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And then all of that, the, 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 the doctor of the second autopsy said, you saw in one video, he shifted his knee and put it, and, and, and put it back in position. So we're hoping, uh, that, that that charge get raised up. If that can be proven. Mm-hmm. First thing we and, heard of. Right. And so to answer your question, we're not taught, we were never taught to put up a uh, knee on anybody's neck. Uh, I don't know any other police department in South Florida that teaches their police officers oh, to do that. Right. But the thing is, and then, and then everybody says training. How can we get to solve it? More police training. Uh, yes, you, you, you can do some training. You can do some cultural diversity training like they've done before, but you can't untrain what's in their heart mm, and what they, I'll agree with that. and what they already, you can do all the training you want, but you, if you got an officer, and, and it might be part, we had officers that walked up into the Liberty Station area and said, I don't like black people. And, and he's known about, and we're like, you don't like black people. What nerve do you have to say, you know, but you, and you policing in the black community. I don't like black. See, that's a problem. I'm black. I'm not going to agree with, because I'm black. And really, they call you or us names too, behind our back or in a different language. They'll call us monkeys and stuff when they don't like it because, a lot of them don't like us when we stand up, but we're going to stand up because that's how we was raised up. I had a dad that was a man. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so the thing is, you can't train, train, train what's in somebody's heart already. Right, right. How can I go around and say I don't like white people? Okay. Just because one white person did something to me or somebody cute Latin did, how can I walk around in my heart and say you don't like and it? Say I don't like, right. And I got a badge and a gun on. And, and I, and I, I just want to, I just, I do want to point, and thank you for that. And I, I think the panel, the whole panel couldn't agree that we don't think that this is something that was taught to officers as as far as putting their knees on someone's neck. And I do think that, and, and, and this is what I said, we are living a war now, and I don't think it's a black and white thing. I think it's a black against racist thing. Because there's Latin people that are racist yes. against yes. black people. Yes. There's Chinese people that's racist yeah, against black people. Asian people. Every, every I even Asian. say, I even Everybody. say there's black people that's racist against black people. other black people. There's racist. Your mic, your mic, girl. You got your mic way over there's there. Why, why you ain't ding, ding, ding it? No, I'm just ding, ding. They can hear me ding. <laughs> I'm agreeing racism. with you on because black so and black I don't racism, think, so I don't think, I don't think this is a black and white thing. Like I, I do believe this is a black. Racism. No. It's never been a no. black and it's white a, thing. It's the police. It's, it's, it's never the been. Police, it's not police. It's power. No. It's never been a black it's not and white police. thing. Okay, hold on. It's let me hear. Police. Let me hear. Let me hear. Black. Black. What you got to say? It's not it's, police. It's power. It's, it's never been a black and white thing. Okay. And like you said, because there are white people that are that are in the Black Lives Matters thing. Right. It's not about a black or white thing. Okay. It's about blacks versus. The government, because they're the ones that see exactly. us as lesser people. Correct. It's not the people Correct. that see us as lesser people. That, it's the government that sees black people as lesser people. It's not white. But it's it, not, it, but uh, it's it's not it's the it's government not that. that's We're out there. But no, it's, it's about equality it's and humanity. Mm-hmm. Equality and humanity. Just because we live in a low, a majority of the population right. live in low socioeconomic areas. And Red talked about it before when we had uh systemic racism talks and everything. We talked about eminent domain. We could go all the way back to Prima Nocta with King Arthur. 
you know so you have to think about these things it's not just a black and white thing it's about humanity and equality Right. We don't have, it's, we're not equal. It's right. not equally balanced. Right. And it's unfortunate, but when you say it's police, it's power. You give a man some power or a woman, they change. But what they got? Indefinitely. But what do they have? They have money. No, the police. The police got a badge and they, they got the and whole they have, government. They have, they have the power. They have the That's power. power. Well, I said it's license right? to kill. Police. It's the power. <laughs> like, black the is like license to so, kill. That's what it, it is. It, they got a license to kill. It's like, it's like, what Sharon is saying, Sharito is saying, it's the system, systemic mm-hmm. oppression. We understand that. I'm going to keep reminding people mm-hmm. of what your constitution, your United States constitution, how it describes a black person. Three fifths of a human. Property. And you keep yelling the word equality. Property. If it's written, just like people go to their Bible, and quote they quotes. Mm-hmm. Go to your constitution and quote your Thank quotes. Thank you, my brother. And then Thank from you. there, Thank you. you know. Because you know. Then, like I, I said I was, before. And then no. after you quote them, what happens? No. no, no, no. And then after you I'm quote getting, the constitution, I'm getting it. I'm getting what happens? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. We have to go and get these these amendments. Can habla? Who is we? And the people. We Which people? Us the people. Which people? Us as black people. We can't even get black and blacks together. Which people? Well, see, that's the problem. Help me out. Help but, me but, out. But because division. The division. Who's causing the, the division? The, the lack of education. Our lack of leadership. We got free All ed- of these things. We have a free education system where everybody gets right. educated. I'm the devil's They hide certain things in education. Let me talk to the devil. I'm the devil's advocate today. I'm the devil's advocate. And I agree with everything you say, but nobody has this conversation. When you went to school. We got five minutes. Did, no, they, no. did they? I'm about to shut what, y'all down. Cause <laughs> when when you went to school, uh-huh. did, did did they hand you a piece of paper and say, "Oh, just go home and Google every damn thing"? We didn't have Google back then. Okay, then. So of my point not. is, now uh, they do. How much? How much of the black history of your leaders and those who before you were taught to you in school? Where's my, that at today? My leader was. Where's that at today? Hold on. See, I I I grew up differently because uh-huh. my father was a black American mm-hmm. from Georgia who had mm-hmm. Indian roots. My mother came as an immigrant mm-hmm. to this country. Mm-hmm. She was a black Hispanic, still is. Mm-hmm. She's a Latina. Actually, I, I love mama. I love mama. Republica de Panama. <laughs> okay, and raised in Costa Rica. Speak. So you're talking about a person who had a father who taught her the history. Mm-hmm. So my father taught me the history so I can speak eloquently and have my education from Uh home, right? Right. Then I went to school, and when the teacher was telling me something in the history book, I said, no, that's not what was taught to me by my father. He said, you have a father? Yes, I do. So my father, Mr. Robert Lewis Henley Sr., who served in the military and went all the way to his master's, and before he died, he was getting his doctorate, he taught us internally so that when we went out into the world, we would be able to get the education that we deserve. But hold on. now. You and I agree on everything, but I want my listeners to know we have free education. They fought for the rights, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They fought for us to be integrated, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to sit in the back of the bus. We wanted to sit in the front of the bus. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Some things have changed, right? When we got to the point where everybody was equal, pretty much at a sense of we were able to have Black Wall Street. It got burned down. We were able to get housing, economic housing. Somebody, you know, cheated the system. Mm-hmm. We were able to get 
uh, food stamp program or how they say public assistance program and people started what selling their food stamps Do you and know? then different hold on different laws came into play so every time we got an opportunity to rise up you're always going to have some individuals that are going to look for the outlet let me ask you a question for for the same things that you say we as the black community are beating a system you think the white people who were getting food stamps weren't doing that wait hold on Say that question again, because somebody said the, the when, when, we were when, going when, in and out. When when you were talking, when you're talking about us getting certain privileges mm-hmm. and then turning around and finding a way to try to dupe the system, mm-hmm. you think the white people were? I was it? talking about everybody. I wasn't no, only okay. talking about the player. Right. I'm talking about but, this whole. But, but hear hug. me out. Hear me out. Where I am talking about, first of all, mm-hmm. getting our people mm-hmm. to a level. See, their people mm-hmm. are going to be considered whatever, depending on which path they decide to take. I don't give a right. damn what path we decide right, to take. Right. They are going to try to put something in our way. Mm-hmm. You understand? They're not going to open the doors with warm arms and say, come on in. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yes, you're right. I want to talk about when you say, back in our days, our parents had more time to spend with us because they weren't working. 12, 13, 14 hours a day because was. of the system, the systemic oppression. But was my your mom? Dad. Yeah, my mother was. So you weren't, you had nobody there? My brother and I, we came home after school, but my parents, they, okay. one worked at night, one worked they, at day. But you blessed it because. That's what I'm saying. But you look Bless. at, you look at a lot of our youth today. We got babies having babies. Right. First of all, right. who, who, right. who barely know themselves. Right. But then trying to teach another. <laughs> Infant, how to be something. <laughs> so, right. And by so, the time you figured that out, this kid is already into his bad habits already. So, there you so, go. so guess so what? Because, it, we, because I was blessed, I'm a blessing to others. Correct. There you go. Because okay. I had both That's parents. Fair. That's fair. I go into my community. My That's father fair. said before That's fair. he died, promise me you'll go back in the community where we were first, when we first came in, where your aunt lives, where your family was raised up. Uh, shout out to my cousins. Right. Shout out to my aunt on 75th, Liberty City, all of the Miami Northwestern High School graduates and alumni. Yes, I'm That's going fair. to say I give back to my community. Right. I cannot find 10 of me. I found five of me. So the five of us, we go back into our community and we do this work. If we don't do that, our community will never flourish because that's what they did. And you know what? You're right. I you, agree. you got to Harriet Tubman. What right. did she do when somebody didn't agree with her? She went about. She shot him. <laughs> she killed him. So that's we got to start gangster. not verbal. You, you know, we got to. We go through that. No, 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 no. I'm just giving an analogy, Ben, and I'm not going to finish that one. Finish that one because we're going to wrap it up. I'm saying that when we came together before, it worked for us. And then you said they found a way to divide us. They divided us amongst our own families when they took out the father out the home. Right. You can't get food stamps unless the man is not living in your home. You can't get the Section 8 voucher unless this man isn't living in your home. You can't have a man in your home. And uh, uh, I can't remember the lady who was talking about that, but some people had to do that. You right. can't have a man living in your home. Why? Because we're promoting marriage. Well, some people weren't ready for marriage. Mm. You know, some people were raising their children. Okay. But that ethnic makeup, we needed a man in the home, not to molest the child, but to train the child. Mm. Not to take now. the Preach. child out of the home and make them serve and do things in the neighborhood for the benefit of themselves because right. passing guns and all of that under the age of 10 at the time, you you all know how the story goes. Shout out to the Tutu Air Boy. Shout out to Major Men. <laughs> Shout out to all the people that taught us all these tricks of the trade. But of course, we didn't know that it was wrong. And now that we know what's right, we're working in our communities. Now, do we have people that do that now? Yes. 
Do we have others that don't care about the system and they're all about themselves because they might have been hurt before or they might have come to a situation where they said, I got burnt too many times with helping my black people, but my Latino people going to help me out and they support me. Or I got this promotion because a Latino helped me, but my own black brother, black sister looks me over. We can have so many variables, but right. at the beginning, the end of the day, it's going to lie in the vote there this year. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. We're going to have to wrap it up because, and I, I love the, I love the fire. I love the, the, the debate and all that. Muchisimas gracias, Mandy. Yes, but we're going to have to wrap Cuban it up. So what I want to do. I know I love y'all. <laughs> what I want to do is go around the table and get a final thought from everybody. Just a final thought from everybody. You know, a final thought on what, where can we go from here? What's going on in the world right now? It's going out in the world right now with the violence and the rioting and everything, uh, the police brutality. Give us your final thought. We're going to go around the table, please. And, you know, keep it, you know, don't, don't make it a book now because I know everybody's passionate about this, but <laughs> they're talking to me. <laughs> so with that being said, talking to me too. Let, 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 I'm talking to, yeah. So let's start off with Van. Thank you, Van, so much for coming through. Final thoughts on, on any of what we talked about, anything that you want to add to this? I just want to give a shout out to all the police officers who are out there doing the right thing. All the good hearted police officers mm -hmm. that, that, that are doing the right thing to protect and serve. And I want them to be safe mm -hmm. during this time. I am happy to see so many different minority people, races of people protesting nationwide and, and worldwide. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to see that. That gives me hope that change is coming. Mm. Some change is coming from this. You know, so all I can say in this is go out and vote locally. Vote the people out that's not doing the thing they need to do for us in the community. Vote statewide and vote nationally. You have to vote in every election to get the people out of the way, out of office, and put the people that we need there. Thank you. Mm, thank you so thank much. You. All Charito. I want to say is I want everybody to vote. Uh, become educated about the vote and tune in this Sunday on conversation with Chadito. I have Senator Jason Pizzo. He will be sitting right here in the studio live. I will have my mask on and my gloves and everything else. And so will he. We're practicing social distancing. If you want to find out what's going on about the unemployment, the information about what you need, tune in this Sunday, 12 noon to 2 PM right here on the excitement radio station. That was a shameless plug, but I want y'all to vote. There you go. There you go. Black. I wrote this because I did a little podcast the other day, and I'm going to ask these two questions first of all. When do we get justice for the wrongful death by these officers, and when will they be punished for their actions? And my final thought is this. If you ask me, never. Why? Because the Constitution still mm. sees us as property. And until that damn constitution is burnt to fucking ashes mm. and a new fucking constitution is written Mandy. where we are black people and white people and Asian and everybody else is considered equal and not three-fifths of a person, then shit ain't going to change. Mm. Constitution has to be burned and rewritten, period, so that everybody, everybody is equal. Thank you, thank you. Por favor, para el crayón. Wow. Si no, me There you go, there you go. Mr. Flay, Mr. Flay. Hey, yo, man. Um, there's been a lot. So, um, 
basically what I want to say is you got to understand where we live in, um, what we up against. And I want to just speak on this real quick from the music standpoint. Everybody definitely told y'all to go vote, but I want to speak to my youths in the, in the communities. Um, and I, I, I want to get involved and just say this real quick. It, it's a lot of the, the rap music or, or the music that is also being played where just a part of the systematic oppression is before you had a balance in hip hop. So you always had your conscious rappers mixed in with a little bit of everything and they buried all of that just to, like James said earlier, to get, get our youth, um, wanting to be drug users, you know, um, getting high, sipping lean, sipping cough syrup, um, abusing women, abusing yeah. themselves. Yeah. And to me, it's lowering the, it, it, it's lowering the self-esteem of our youth mm-hmm. and our self and, and our youth not having that self-esteem gives them nothing to fight for, strive for, because they don't believe they can be anything outside of what the ghetto or the hood presents to That's them. True. And I think we need to do better because music is the most universal form of communication. It reaches everybody of all nationalities. Um, when it comes through that radio, you don't know what the person looks like. You just know you like it, you know? Um, and just it just reminded me to where my new saying is going to be until we get some change. Um, going to church with my late grandmother, you know, um, there's a song they used to sing at the end of every service on Sunday. It was lift every voice. This is that time. Everybody has a voice. Lift your voice. Let your voice be heard um, through the power of prayer, through the power of vote, through the power of whatever. Peace. Silence, peace. peace. But silence can no longer be tolerated right, right, if you right. want change. All right? Thank you so much. Round of applause. Round of applause for my panel today. You guys did an awesome job. I, I, I do appreciate I do appreciate everybody, you know, coming from the heart and speaking your mind. So thank you so much. All I can say is that I, I really don't have the answers. I know we need change, but I don't know how we're going to take our next step because it's, it's, it's crazy out there. So all I can say is just... Everybody out there, be safe. Be safe. Be smart. Calculate your moves. Don't just join the crowd just because whatever, man. Be safe out there because it's going to get uglier before it gets nice. So thank you so much. We about to, Charito, let us know what's going on with Obama coming up right now because Obama's getting ready to do something. So, so we definitely want to tune in for that. So we want to tune in to Obama.org. They said uh-huh. he has a, um, an address that he wants to speak to the nation right. on his webpage, Obama.org. We just need to figure out what's going on. And if his voice, he might just have some information for us. And he just might want to say some words. We already know that this is a political season. We know that everybody is trying to rock the vote, get the vote, acquire the vote. We're trying to make change in our community. They think it's going to be a, a new president and somewhat the same president. Right. It's all about the vote. So when you go in that booth, you might tell your friend, I'm voting for John Billy Ray, and you really vote for number 45. That is your right to vote. But we're trying to say, uh, not trying to say, but we are going to say mm-hmm. that you have to register to vote if you're not registered. And if you are registered to vote, Go and look at these individuals on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Who do they support? What are they supporting? Why are they supporting? Why are they even trying to run or hold an office? So you can't go by the name familiarity or you can't go by somebody that's your friend's neighbor. No, you have to put somebody in office that's going to make a change in our community and bring resources back to the state of Florida. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. A round of applause. 
I did, I did enjoy this, and uh, I, I don't have a mic, but I just want to drop the headphones. Ah, there you go, there you go. We, we, we heard it, we heard it. So with that being said, I mean, definitely, uh, maybe we could come back again, and um, you know, you know, maybe we could come back with a part two with this. But definitely, everyone, be safe out there, and thank you for tuning in. And of course, we will make sure this is a podcast. So if you did miss it, we'll definitely spread the word to everybody. Thank you so much. Time to build a new land I know 